Hey boys, it was fun to get to talk to some of you on the phone this morning. So nice to see you and can't wait to be home with you tomorrow. So tonight, let's read the next story. It's called Prairie Winter. The next day, the storm was even worse. It could not be seen through the windows, for snow swished so thickly against the glass that it was like white glass. All around the house, wind was howling. When Pa started to the stable, snow swirled thick into the lean-to, and outdoors, a wall of whiteness. He took a coil of rope from a nail in the lean-to. I'm afraid to try it without something to guide me back, he said. With this rope tied to the far end of the clothesline, I ought to be able to reach the stable. They waited, frightened, till Pa came back. The wind had taken almost all the milk out of the pail, and Pa had to thaw by the stove before he could talk. He had felt his way along the clothesline, fastened to the lean-to, till he came to the clothesline post. Then he tied an end of, of his rope to the post and went on, unwinding the rope from his arm as he went. He could not see anything but swirling snow. Suddenly something hit him, and it was the stable wall. He felt along it till he came to the door, and there he fastened the end of the rope. So he did the chores and came back holding on to the rope. All day the storm lasted. The windows were white, and the wind never stopped howling and screaming. It was pleasant in the warm house. Laura and Mary did their lessons, then Pa played the fiddle while Ma rocked and knitted, and began soup simmering on the stove. All night the storm lasted, and all the next day. Firelight danced out of the stove's draft, and Pa told stories and played the fiddle. The next morning the wind was only whizzing, and the sun shone. Through the window, Laura saw snow scuttling before the wind in the fast white swirls over the ground. The whole world looked like plum creep plum creeks foaming in the flood. Only the flood was snow. Even the sunshine was bitter cold. Well, I guess the storm is over, said Pa. If I can get to town tomorrow, I'm going to lay in a supply of food. The next day the snow was in drifts on the ground. The wind blew only a smoke of snow up the sides of the tops of the drifts. Pa drove to town and brought back big sacks of cornmeal, flour, sugar, and beans. It was enough food to last a long time. Seems strange to have to figure out where meat is coming from, said Pa. In Wisconsin we always had plenty of bear meat and venison, and in Indian Territory there was deer and antelope, jackrabbits, turkeys, geese, all the meat a man could want. Here the only... Here, there are only little cottontail rabbits. We will have to plan ahead and raise meat, said Ma. Think of how easy it will be to fatten our own meat, where we can raise such grain fields for feed. Yes, said Pa. Next year we will raise a, raise a wheat crop, surely. The next day another blizzard came. Again, low, dark cloud rolled swiftly up from the northwest till it blotted out the sun and covered the whole sky 
and the wind went howling and shrieking, whirling snow until nothing could be seen but a blur of whiteness. Paul followed the rope to the stable and back. Ma cooked and cleaned and mended and helped Mary and Laura with their lessons. They did the dishes and did their bed and swept the floors and kept their hands and faces clean and neatly braided their hair. They studied their books and played with Carrie and Jack. They drew pictures on their slate and taught Carrie to make her ABCs. Mary was still sewing nine patch blocks. Now Laura started a bear tracks quilt. It was harder than a nine patch quilt because there were bases seams, very hard to make smooth. Every seam must be exactly right before Ma would let her make another. And often, Laura worked several days on one short seam. So they were all busy all day long, and all the days ran together with blizzard after blizzard. No sooner had one blizzard ended with one day of cold sunshine than another began. On the sunny day, Pa worked quickly, chopping more wood and visiting his traps, pitching hay from the snowy stacks into the stable. Even though the sunny day was not Monday, Ma washed the clothes and hung them on the clothesline to freeze-dry. That day there were no lessons. Laura and Mary and Carrie bundled stiff in thick wraps and could play outdoors in the sunshine. The next day another blizzard came, but Pa and Ma had everything ready for it. If the sunny days were on Sunday, they could hear the church bell. Clear and sweet it rang through the cold, and they could and they all stood outdoors and listened. They could not go to Sunday school. A blizzard might come before they could reach home, but every Sunday they had a, their own little Sunday school. Laura and Mary repeated their Bible verses, and Ma read a Bible story and a psalm. Then Pa played a hymn on the fiddle, and they all sang, and they sang, When gloomy clouds across the sky cast shadows o'er the land, Bright rays of hope illume my path, for Jesus holds my hand. Every Sunday Pa played and they sang, Sweet Sabbath school more dear to me, Than fairest palace dome my heart e'er turns with joy to thee. My own dear Sabbath home. Okay, boys. The next chapter is called The Long Blizzard. I can't wait to be home with you guys. I love you so much. Good night.